Josh and Dana here. Today is July 19th, 2021, in both places. In both places, because we're both in China. So I'm in Shanghai, and you are in Beijing. And the reason I'm in Shanghai is that I flew here um, just yesterday. So, and I'm going through the quarantine process, and we will be able to see each other in two weeks on August 1st. August 1st. And so we were worried about that because it was, we didn't know if it was two weeks or three weeks in the hotel, but we figured out it is two weeks. It's two weeks in this quarantine hotel, but I cannot go to Beijing on the third week. I have to spend it in Shanghai. So you are actually coming here. I'm going to Shanghai. I know, we're going to spend a third, well, I will spend a third week in a different hotel, but I get to go outside and we can go to restaurants. I just can't go to, like, public transportation or, like, big concerts or venues or things like that. But that's totally fine. It's way better than spending a third week in this same exact hotel. So that's our biggest news and really exciting piece of that. Yeah. Which I'm looking for. Okay, so this has been a long time coming. What are your thoughts on, like, how relieved are you? Because you actually made it to China. We were scared of, like, okay. the green health code and all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, I'll take you back. So, Tuesday the 13th, I think that was the 13th, I drove to Detroit. And the reason I chose to drive was because airports are crazy in America right now and baggages and, you know, what if my flight got delayed or canceled. So, I just drove straight to Detroit and drove through some pouring rain, but fine, whatever. Got to an Airbnb. Wednesday morning, I woke up super early and I went to test. There's only one facility in Detroit that you can test at. And they knew exactly what was going on. They're like, hand me your phone. You need a picture of this. Let me take a picture while your blood's getting drawn with your passport. Take a picture of this. So they were super helpful. Then you have to get your results. But of course, they don't email you and tell you when the results are coming in. You just have to check this portal all the time. Get my results come in. Thursday, I apply for this health code. You have to upload all of your documentation, your passport, and your pictures of your results. And you just, again, sit and wait for it to turn green. And by the grace of God, on the very first try, my green. We've heard some absolute horror stories of people who, um, because remember, your flight's on Friday, so you have like less than 24 hours at this point to get this code green. Um, we've heard horror stories where people had to... Um, apply two three four times they like were missing a piece of information but didn't know it and so like honestly mine was amazing and it just turned green right away and i kid you not so we were most worried about the green health code because you can't fly without that and i was sitting on this couch in this airbnb that i was renting and i clicked refresh at like it was 1 30 in the afternoon on thursday and it was green and i just cried i cried because it was like just finally relief like it was like this year of culmination finally came and it was like okay you are approved to fly there's almost nothing that can go wrong from here on out and it was just the most relieving moment so yeah last week was a lot um then get to the airport on friday i will tell you the i think the best part of the, my whole entire travel journey was the people that i met so um at 9.30 at night, we're sitting there. Our flight takes off around 11.50. They say something over the intercom in Chinese, and because there's nobody else in the entire airport except this flight going to China. So they say something in Chinese, and I look around, and like I lock eyes with another girl who does not look Chinese, and we like immediately go to each other and are like, okay, do you know what they said? What did they say? What do we need to do? What's next? 
And all of a sudden, four of us Americans found each other, and we're just, like, helping each other through the next stage in the process. So, I'm going to... Americans. But the Chinese people could be Americans. Oh, sure. Let me... Non-Chinese-looking people. So, you'd everyone around us was speaking Chinese. They could be American, and they could also speak English, but I didn't know that. So, you, it's this really weird thing when you travel. Like, you... I. You look for the person who's similar to you so that you can, like, relate to them, if that makes sense. So well, the four of us found each other, and we're helping each other through these QR codes and what we need to do next. And the flight, absolutely amazing. I had three seats to myself, so I was whole row. I was sleeping most of the time. I got served three hot meals, and they were gluten-free because I had requested that online. I mean... When I say it was the perf- most perfect a flight could be, it was the most perfect a flight could Which be. is crazy, because that was not my experience. I know, I'm so sorry. I was in L.A., we were on a Chinese flight, so everybody in the plane and the stewardesses and everybody spoke Chinese only. Also, all the stewardesses were in hazmat suits. I got a oh, yeah, bag of food, like a grocery bag of food. Um, I know. And everyone was terrified because it was early days of COVID, right? So it was like... Everyone is terrified, so everyone has masks on. But I was sitting next to people, so like there were no empty seats. So it was a weird, well, a weird reality. My flight. Not for you. Not only was it the like the height of COVID, but there was no vaccine yet. Yeah. So a lot of us feel way more relieved because most of us have the vaccine, and so that was just like I mean the chances of an entire plane full of people with vaccines. I don't know if everyone does, but I would think most do yeah the chances of us getting covid is way less so that was helpful especially people that are going to china yeah yeah so we land around 6 a.m all right hold on, on I, have a, Sunday. I have a question so um you've just we we i haven't seen you in nine months right yeah and even when we were in iowa together we weren't seeing people was it oh yeah so you now have just like entered humans again and became social very quickly. Was it weird for you? Um, no, because, like, you know that fear of, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now because I can't understand, and we, like, it's all, like, that survival instinct. Like, let's just figure this out together. And so we, like, banded together. It's, it's funny how, like, not a cri- I would never call what we needed to figure out crisis. But in a crisis situation, you bond so quickly. And so, like, the four of us literally just, like, looked at each other and were like, let's figure this out. And we just went for it. And so, um, now, granted, I wasn't sitting, like, I wasn't hugging them or my mouth wasn't close to them. Like, we were still, like, you know, trying to keep our distance. We were sitting next to each other, but we were, like, breathing on each other. It's not like I went back to, like... We didn't rip our masks off. So I, I was never scared of the people on the plane or that we were around. Um, but that's the most amount of people I've been around is literally only the people on my plane. Because when we landed at 6 a.m., the entire airport was empty. We were the only people there. And so it is the most efficient process I have ever seen in my life. And there's only one way to go. You cannot mess this up. And so, like, you get off the plane and you're, you're carrying your stuff. Oh, my bag was so heavy. My, I had a backpack suitcase and, like, a regular backpack. And I was, like, sweating so much. And you, were gonna, and you were going to bring another backpack or another suitcase. Are you glad you didn't? 
so glad I packed light mm. because I'm carrying these two big bags and I am, you know, getting to this point where I'm about to take my temperature and I go, oh, I'm sweating so much. And if they take my temperature and it's elevated and they think I have a fever, but really I'm just hot, like, what do I do? So I like rip my sweater off and throw it in my bag and, um, but yeah, so you check in somewhere and then you have to walk down these stairs and then you go outside, outside being like this little shipping container and you get tested worst test of your life I mean they shoved that thing down your I thought I could feel it in the back of my throat from my nose like it was just in there hardcore and then they put it, it in your throat <laughs> and then what? I said and then they do one to your throat yeah they do the throat one and I was like gag I literally was like the gag reflex I was like I am gonna throw up on this lady right here and this is gonna be terrible but I didn't um then you go you wind your way around the airport you get your bags and then they put you in groups based on like where you're going afterwards and you're in this like group of 20 people in this little holding cell I don't even know what to call it like just you're just sitting there and they put you all on a bus together so again literally by the grace of God the guy sitting next to me is a professor at the university that we are teaching at and he had lived in the United States for 16 years and spoke fluent English. And we just bonded over all of the commonalities. He lived in Chicago um, and just was like, it was so cool. And he, I'm not even, I cried when I got to my hotel room because he helped me so much. He literally was like translating forms for me. He was speaking to the hotel staff for me. Like any, he like took me under his wing and just like helped me with everything. And even right now, so WeChat is a program that we have to, like, text back and forth. And he's texting me, and he'll be like, hey, lunch was delivered. Do you need anything? Like, um, just, like, asking me how my day is going. And it's just so nice to have, like, friendly faces. Um, one of the four Americans in, from the very beginning of my story is actually in this hotel with me also. And so I'm able to text her, and it just is, like, I seriously think God put these amazing people in my in my path as I'm walking to each of these different parts so that I would have them later, like now. And so it's just been this really cool support system of people helping people. And I just think that's been like the coolest part of this whole process. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, and then so now you're in quarantine. You were very jet lagged yesterday because you, you've done a day, right? Yeah, so we checked in yesterday, um, so we got, we landed at 6, and we were to our hotel by about 8, uh, no, by 10 a.m., and so I did a really good job of sleeping on the plane, but still you're messed up and you're not with it, and so I was talking to you, Josh, yesterday, it was like, my goal was to make it to 8 p.m., and I think it was like 6.45, and I was actually falling asleep on the phone with you. Yeah, I kept waking you up. Cause you'd like your phone would drop or you're, you'd be asleep. And I was like, Dana, Dana, stay up. You got to get on schedule. I was so tired. So I went to bed at six forty-five. slept almost all night, got up a little, like for an hour somewhere. In the, but overall, I think it was really good. I'm feeling great. I've got, they deliver three meals a day, which has been very delicious. Um, and they've work out this morning. They've like, been, I just feel great. They've been gluten-free. Yeah, I think so. So um, one of the teachers, shout out to Gabe, gave us a gluten-free card. And I printed a bunch of those before I left. And it basically says, like, list the food I cannot eat and list the food I can eat. 
and I gave it to the whole hotel staff and my meals so far have been gluten-free that I can tell I don't get sick from them. So that's been really helpful. Nice. Yeah, super flavorful, really interesting vegetables I've never eaten before. Like, it's just been really fun. Have you tried the mangosteen yet? Yes. Oh, I had a mangosteen for breakfast this morning. What was your What were, um, th- what were your thoughts? It's weird. It's like this little, like, it looks like a small pomegranate. Mm-hmm. And it kind of functions like one, but they have big seed pods inside. That are like mushy white things. Yeah, it didn't really taste like much, so I wasn't like, oh, this is the best thing ever. The best thing that I've eaten is the mango. Mm-hmm. Holy balls, that was like the sweetest mango I've ever had, so that was delicious. And that's how all the Chinese mangoes are. Oh, I'm going to eat so many mangoes here. Yeah. The mango steam, that's interesting that they're not, they must, you must have maybe not as ripe, because the when it's ripe, it is like a sweet, sour flavor. Oh, maybe I got a bad one. I don't know. I have six of them, so I'll try it again. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I cannot complain. I mean, it was a very smooth experience. Like, yes, there were many moments of panic when you're like, oh, how do I do this? Or what do I do here? But like the people were super encouraging. And even a ton of the Chinese people who would help me translate small parts into English were like very kind and if they couldn't speak English, they were pointing me in the right direction. And so, like, I have not had a bad experience whatsoever. Like, people have just been really helpful and, and amazing. Yeah, that was my experience, too. The people were, I mean, even if we did not speak the same language, they would try and help. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know enough Mandarin yet, but I one of my plans while in quarantine is to use a couple different apps and, like, try to learn a little bit more. Um, I just want to be able to say like super basic things. Yeah. So, um, have you used any Mandarin yet? No. Well, yeah. I, I asked if I said the word Chinghua correctly. So you just said the word Chinghua. I said. I don't remember what else. Yeah. No, and I haven't used much. Okay. Don't make. Fun. I baby steps, okay. I didn't speak. I did. I didn't. I didn't know anything at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm gonna learn. Be fun. Be fun to learn together. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's super relieving. We are in the same country, which is crazy. We talk at the regular times instead of just once a day or twice a day. We used to and yeah. um, each other in two weeks, which is mind blowing. So. Yeah, it's all good over here. Very cool, very cool. How are you feeling about it all? I Okay, so I think in my head, I had kind of convinced myself that it was never happening, right? To kind of just get through it. Yeah. So there was no, like, anticipation because it was like, it's never going to happen. So just live life, and if it happens, awesome. But, like, I couldn't, well, the anticipation was too, would have been too much, I think. And to be fair, we talked about, like, if I don't get my visa or if I don't get on the flight or if something happens, like, we got to call this quits because we have to see each other. Like, we keep another year apart. Right. And so, like, to be fair, it didn't feel real at all because we had in the back of our minds, like, this could not happen this year and we would be done. Right. So, sorry, keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'd, I've have just 
not had that like anticipation because it wasn't real and I kind of made it not real in my head just so I wouldn't, I don't know, feel feel what I'm feeling right now. Because now that it's like two weeks, I'm like antsy and like giddy and I'm like, oh, I want to just see her. She's in this, you know, it's two weeks. That's too long. You're antsy and giddy? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I think now it's real, so now my mind's like, oh, it's happening. Let's start thinking about you seeing her again, so that's that's new. But I don't like the feeling, because it's still two weeks. It's still a while. Uh, two weeks is nothing. <laughs> that's fair. We just did nothing. We're fine. That's a good point. But my brain was yeah. was different for the nine months. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I felt like we were just on survival mode for nine months. It was like, get through it, not shove your feelings down, but kind of. Like, keep them at bay, because if you really processed all the feelings all the time, it would be too much. Right. Actually, I had this realization recently. Um, So I realized that for like the past nine months, I couldn't be happy for other people. This is kind of weird, but like, like... when you're going through something personally or like trauma, I don't want to call it trauma, but it was a pretty traumatizing experience. So whatever we went through, um, maybe it's just like the constant disappointment and the constant unknown. I think so. So I think to kind of clarify that statement. So I've been talking to people here that because of jobs or because of whatever, like they were away from their significant other for a long period of time. I think though that that was different because they knew that they were going to be away from the person for that amount of time. So it's like you have the expectation. When I left Iowa, it was two weeks. Correct. And so I think what our thing was is just like, it was always like, oh, it's going to be two more weeks. Oh, well, three months. Oh, oh, you know, whatever. But then also knowing that it might not never happen. It might never happen. It, like that was also right. something. So it's like this weird, you don't know feeling which is just not yeah. good. Well, and I couldn't articulate this at the time, but I realized it recently, uh, is that I couldn't feel happy for other people. So, like, a lot of people were like, oh, I graduated college, or I got this new job, or I'm having a baby, or I got married. Like, all these exciting moments that are happening in other people's lives. Like, this is so stupid, but, like, I wasn't liking them or clicking on them on Facebook or Instagram because I couldn't feel happy for other people but I didn't know that at the time I could not have told you that while I was going through it I just like didn't like those pictures or I didn't interact with them at all and now that I'm in this place where I'm like fine like relieved and excited about something and just like in a different headspace I was on Facebook earlier and I was like oh my gosh that's so exciting so and so is doing this and so and so and I was like excited for them And I thought to myself, like, at first I was, like, sad about that, but then I realized, like, we just need to give other people space and, like, that ability to, like, maybe it's grieving or to, like, process their own feelings. Like, it's okay if people aren't interacting with those things or they're not, you know, celebrating with you. Like, they're going through their own crap and sometimes, like, just processing their own crap is too much and so it's hard to go through. And so I think that was something fresh that I realized, like, just in quarantine. And I'm, I'm glad that I realized it. And now I want to reach back out to everyone and celebrate all the things all the time with them. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's always good to realize those things. Yeah. Yeah. 
What were your thoughts on seeing me? Because we had talked about, like, still show China, still show the fun things, still do these things. But was that hard yeah. to see the fun things in China? Um, no. I mean, I think I was more excited for you to be able to experience it. Um, we talked about this before, but, like, I studied abroad, and I had been to a ton of countries, and you hadn't been to those same countries, and you were always, like, a little jealous of that or, like, wanting to also go to those places. And so it was it was kind of cool in the fact that it was, like, reciprocal. Like, you had something that was just yours now. Um, did I want to be there? A thousand percent. Did I want to be on every trip and, you know, every restaurant you went to? Yes. I wasn't jealous, I was excited for you. I always looked at them and I always watched every video you put up and I always liked them. Um, but it was like hard in the fact that I'm like, oh, it's 30 degrees outside and I'm still sitting in a basement and I can't go see anyone. That was what was hard. Like just like internalizing my own reality, not being jealous or sad of your reality, if that made sense. That makes sense. Also, we are going to Europe eventually. Yeah, we will go to Europe. Don't worry. <laughs> For the listeners, we've been to a lot of cool places together. Vietnam, New Zealand, Peru, Ecuador, the Galapagos. Anywhere else? Where else? Canada. Where else have we been? Those places. Mexico. Mexico, yeah. So all these places where normal, not normal, usually the people's first trips is to Europe. Ours wasn't because Dana has seen all of Europe. And I was like, I want to go. So we will go eventually. We will go. I have not seen all of Europe. There's very much of it we can still go see together. But we always went traveled at December for Christmas. Mm. And it's just so cold in Europe. It's like, why would you go at December? It's like the same as Chicago. So I'm really excited then about this. Because I think Beijing is actually a good place to be for that reality. Because like, when we're in Chicago, the best time of Chicago is summer. So you don't want right. to travel because... It's literally the only time Chicago is awesome, right. weather-wise. And so Beijing in the summer is rainy and hot. Mm, really hot? Really hot, like crazy humid and rains a lot. And so not the best time to be in Beijing. Beijing is awesome in the spring and fall, which is when we teach. Um, right. Winter's a little cold. I could be done with that eventually. But it might be kind of cool. It's like, yeah, for the summer, you know, we could hop over to Europe for a bit. Yeah, totally. I'm down. Or on one of the long breaks that we get. Once COVID's done. COVID, get out of here. You're ridiculous. Screwing up our travel plans. Screwing up everything. I know. Well, we're finally here. Was that insensitive to say that COVID has ruined our travel plans? No, not at all. COVID's okay. an inanimate object. It doesn't have feelings. <laughs> I meant for other people's realities, but it's cool. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, other people have, like, died or passed away, or there's much more severe consequences. Got it. Well, not just my travel plans, but my life for a year, so it's fine. I can hate COVID. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and I can also feel for all the other people and their situations they're going through. Both things can happen simultaneously. Correct. Mm -hmm. okay well um this was our journey so far um we'll probably do another update later while we're in quarantine yeah i want to i want to hear because like after the first week it you're the the 
the newness of it kind of wears off, I think. You might get sick of the food. You're like, all right, I'm over this, kind of. Yeah. The foods, I'm already starting to see the food is very routine, and it's like three different vegetables, two different meats, rice, and a soup always. Oh, yogurt and a banana. So it's very consistent, which is fine, but to your point, when it's not new anymore, is it going to be, you know, hitting your head against the wall? I do have the Olympics to look forward to. That's true. So very excited that yeah um you also have less options because of the gluten-free because i feel like mine i had i didn't see the same thing until later but you've already seen it so yeah i had shrimp and pork the same shrimp and the same pork last night and today for lunch so i don't know if i'm gonna have the same thing tonight for dinner but we will find out yeah i guess but you won't have the random chicken feet experience maybe hopefully We'll see. <laughs> People love it. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere here. You have to try it eventually. I mean, I'll try anything. Yeah. I'm not that. Oh. All right. Well, this is Josh and Dana. Out. Out. <laughs>